15 minutes of neat stuff for kids. Greetings, amazing humans, and welcome to another 15 minutes of neat stuff for kids. I'm your host, Miss Lauren, and I invite you to join me as we explore different areas of our world that spark our interest. This week, our topic is birds. They come in so many different shapes and sizes. I know we talked about dinosaurs last time, but did you know that birds are descendant from small theropod dinosaurs? How cool is that? What is the biggest bird you can think of? Besides Big Bird from Sesame Street, of course. Good one! Yes! And also turkeys and vultures and eagles! And how about some small ones? Ooh, nice! How about those little house wrens or goldfinches or chickadees? I love turkeys for those big birds. They are so fun to look at with their waddle hanging down from their necks. It literally waddles back and forth as they waddle. Let's do our best turkey waddle right now. There is a big family of turkeys that wander into my dad's yard quite often, and we get to watch them do all sorts of things. Like take a running start to fly up into a tree to sleep. They are big and they don't fly well, so they need an extra bit of motion to heave themselves up into the air. Now let's do our best turkey run and leap. How high and how far did you go? Note, you can always try this later as we like to listen to podcasts in the car. For small birds, I love the indigo bunting. It is this brilliant iridescent blue color. Iridescent is where it can look like different colors from different angles, like bubbles. Anyway, do you have a favorite big bird? Do you have a favorite little bird? Lovely! Well, birds can have so many colors in their plumage or have more subtle browns that can help them blend in or camouflage themselves. Which do you like? To have big, bold colors or be able to blend in and hide from predators? Oh, nice. Cardinals are a good example of the difference. The dad is bright red with a pointy crest on top, and the mom is more designed to camouflage with subtle hints of reddish brown. I am quite partial to cardinals, but that might be because we have a pair that has baby chicks in the bush outside our house every year. We could hear the baby say, cheep, cheep, but if you were too loud or too close to them, they would all go quiet. Then the male cardinal, with its bright red feathers, would fly out and start making noise to distract you away from the babies. Have you ever gone into the woods and closed your eyes to listen to the birds? It is so lovely. Especially if you go out in the morning, you can hear so many different kinds of bird calls. Like the choo choo tweet 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 of the cardinal or the of the woodpecker pecking on the trees, or the chickadee-dee-dee-dee-dee of the chickadee. Can you try those bird sounds? I thought you could. Have you seen how birds migrate for parts of the year? 
I think it is so neat how birds like ducks and geese fly in that V shape as a flock. I'm so glad we have all the summer birds back, except that some of them like to poop on the beach, which I do not like. And now it's time for our song, The Chickadee. You're always the first one at the feeder. My morning time could never be sweeter. Singing your song while I sing along, humming and strumming. Chicka dee 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 dee. Chicka dee 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 dee. Chicka dee, chicka dee, chick a dee. Each time that you sing your cheery call, from springtime through summer and into the fall, each perch on your branch is a hop to the next, flitting up high or hopping through grass. Chicka dee 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 dee. Chicka dee 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 dee. Chicka dee. Chicka dee. Chick a dee. We all like to watch you through the window. My cat thinks he's hunting. We don't tell him no. You're safe and sound as you sing your song. Chickadee, chickadee, chickadee. And now it's time for our story. Flamingo makes a friend. Sean longed to be part of the group. With his gangly legs that poked out from below his bright pink feathers, he could never quite master the graceful, one-legged stance that so many of the flamingos easily adopted. Instead, any time one leg went up, Sean went face first into the water. This, along with how nervous he got when talking to new flamingos, made him somewhat of a loner. He didn't have many friends. And by not many, I mean not any. He did not have any friends. Usually, when he tried to start talking with other flamingos, he would get scared and his hello would turn into some sort of a combination of hello and how are you. Like, how are you? And he would immediately feel silly and try to fit in by standing on one foot which of course would send him into the water, which at that time he would usually pretend he saw a shrimp or a big delicious algae clump and was intending to stick his head in the water anyway. Slowly, with his head upside down under the salty water, he would back away from the attempted interaction until he felt he could safely pop back out of the water. Oh, no one wants to be friends with me, he thought. It's probably pointless to even try, but it would be nice to have friends, wouldn't it? 
In case you, listener, are wondering, it is indeed nice to have friends. But thankfully, today he was feeling extra brave. He was feeling that today was the day to make a friend. He stretched his neck high and strutted over to a group of similarly bright and beautiful waterfowl. He practiced his, hello, how are you, under his breath. Hello, how are you? Hello, how are you? Hello, how are you? He liked the last one best. Yes, that was perfect, wasn't it? But while he was muttering this over, it was as if the flamingos knew he was coming because they all simultaneously stuck their heads in the hot, salty water to eat some delicious shrimp. Ugh! They really don't like me, do they? thought Sean. Now, this, of course, wasn't true. It was a mere coincidence. But to Sean, it felt like a direct refusal to be his friend. Off he went to cry out his feelings on his favorite solo rock. It was such a good rock. Oh, rock, I don't have any friends, but I have you. You are such a great rock, rock, and you will always be my friend, won't you? Sniffled Sean. Yes, I will, came a voice from, was that the rock? Did that rock just talk? Did my rock just talk? Gasped Sean. No, silly, it's me, came the voice. Sean peered over the side of the rock, and there, on the ledge, sat a tiny sandpiper. Ah, you scared me. You look funny. Are you a flamingo? What's wrong with your wings? Why are they brown? Asked Sean. The sandpiper, whose name was Atticus, gave Sean a sidelong look and said, Hi, my name is Atticus. What's yours? Sean was aghast. Here was a potential friend, and he had just insulted him with his questions about browns and comments on looking funny. Oh, well, he thought, and plunged his head into the water and started backing away slowly with his head upside down. But he felt two tiny feet land on his back, and he popped his head back up to sea. Hi, my name is Atticus. What's yours? said Atticus the Sandpiper. Oh, uh, Sean. My name is Sean, said Sean. Cool. Nice to meet you. And I wouldn't say I look funny. Oh my goodness, I'm so sorry I said that, interjected Sean. Cool. I would say I look different from you, because no, I'm not a flamingo, and my wings are brown because I'm not a flamingo. I'm a sandpiper said Atticus the Sandpiper. A what? A sandpiper? I never see birds except flamingos in this here, uh, body of water. Yeah, I kind of flew off from my parents, but I actually can't be in this water. It's too salty and too hot for me, said Atticus. Well, you can hang out on my back and we can look for your parents, Sean replied. Sean and Atticus took off on a brisk trot around the lake. As Sean trotted and Atticus sat comfortably, the two talked and laughed about their favorite games to play in the water with their families. Also, I know you like your rock and all, but I was serious when I said I'd be your friend. What? That's amazing! That was so easy! Is that what making friends is? asked Sean. 
Um, yeah, pretty much, said Atticus. Oh, that's not that scary, is it? You just like talk and stuff. Yep. Oh, I see my parents squawking about over there. Well, thanks for the lift, and thanks for being my friend. Come by the shore if you want to hang out again. Bye, Atticus! I'll ask my mom first, but I'm sure she'll say that's fine, called Sean. So Sean marched away on his long, long legs, feeling brave and worthy and all the good things. He had made a friend, and it was so easy and fun, and he hadn't fallen over. And the embarrassing time that he mildly insulted Atticus was easily brushed past. Sean continued to march all the way over to a group of flamingos and said, How are you? Because he was still a bit nervous. But then he realized that he could just start again and said, Hi, my name is Sean. What's yours? And it was the start of many friendships. The end. What do you do if you want to talk to someone? How do you meet friends? You could think of a game you want to play and invite them to join. Can you think of a time when you felt embarrassed? What did you do? Good thoughts. And now it's time for our activity, feather art. For this activity, you will need photosensitive paper, which is really cool and works in a few minutes, or construction paper if you have it on hand, and a place to search for feathers. Go on a feather hunt outside, or if you can't find any, cut out feather shapes from different colors of paper. Once you have the feathers, for the photosensitive paper art, find a spot away from the light to arrange the feathers on the paper and then put the clear cover over it to hold the feathers in place. Now, put the paper in the sun for a few minutes to activate the paper. Then immediately rinse it in water. And voila! Feather art! You can do this with construction paper. So you tape down the feathers on the paper, and then tape the paper to a sun-facing window with the feathers pointed out. And then for this one, you have to wait about a week so that the sun can fade the paper. But then, once you untape your feathers, voila, feather art. Well, that's our show this week. I had such a fun time with you. Thank you so much for listening. We are taking a break for the end of summer, so come back in four weeks for 15 more minutes of neat stuff for kids. I'm your host, Miss Lauren, and I hope you have the best day ever. If you are enjoying this podcast, please make sure to subscribe where you listen and leave a five-star review on your podcast app or head over to Apple Podcasts or Spotify. It really helps people find the podcast and I appreciate your help. Thank you, and see you soon. You're always the first.